0: From my brain to my hands, from my hands to the bowls, from the bowls to the stars. This is Finding Monster Right Show about finding monsters, right? Right. I'm Adam. I'm Allie, but now
1: I'm a German Shepherd, but now I'm a lizard, but now I'm a cyber witch,
0: but now I'm an a asteroid computer lady. And uh, today we're talking about shifting shapes in many <laughs> ways, shapes, and forms with a <laughs> with a 1999 film. But first we have a guest to introduce. Uh, joining us from the Up All Night podcast is Cortland. Hey, Cortland.
2: Hi, Adam and Allie. How are you guys doing?
0: Wonderful. We are having a blast. Oh, yeah. Well,
2: that's about to change. <laughs>
1: yeah. A blast from the past. Right, because we have a job to do today. We made a pledge. <laughs> I saw a movie, much like Gatorface from earlier this year, I saw a movie in like 2006 or 2005 on Comcast On Demand or something, somewhere in the ballpark of 20 years ago, and I remember little bits and pieces of it, and I found the name of it recently, and I found it on Tubi again, and I was like, Adam, we're we're back in business. And so many things happened in this movie that I decided we're going to make an attempt to recap it all. And we're not going to stop until we do. Ready, Adam? Yes, I'm ready. One, two, three.
2: No No sleep sleep
1: sleep. to... Recap of... We accurately recall all of (laughs) Shapeshifter 1999 featuring Up All Night. Foot on the pedal, never ever false metal. Engine runner hotter than a boiling kettle. My job
0: is... To this is very typical for the, for the record.
2: I'm cool with it.
1: On vacation, touring around the nation. Finding monster right, always on vacation.
0: I was expecting a Chris Pratt action sequence because I've seen that twice in theaters this year. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what was it from?
0: uh it's a, it's a it's a film uh it's one of those uh music
1: films called no sleep until brooklyn
2: oh okay i'm sorry
1: by the Beastie uh, boys yes i'll
2: say this a lot i'm kind of stupid so <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: it's okay you were among the <laughs> listen we all sat down to watch shapeshifter 1999 <laughs> I, I think it's see i think we're in the same brain pool yeah
2: i think that's where my problems began <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're very intelligent when i guest on your program
2: It's uh, this movie, you guys.
0: Yeah, this movie. So
1: we have to recall everything that happened in this goddamn movie. And that's a really tall order. How's it start?
0: It's a really tall order for an 82 minute film. I was surprised by, I think I wrote about a thousand words of notes.
2: There's so much that happens like the script just keeps going you guys. Like there was like 10 minutes left at the end of the movie and my wife was like cuz I made her watch too. She was like how is this going to conclude? And then it does. And uh <laughs> there's a lot of steps in between that last 10 minutes, I swear to goodness.
1: Yeah, yeah, let's let's get into it. So, without further ado, it opens up in space. There's an asteroid hurtling towards Earth. And oh yeah, that uh, part—it lands on the ground near a Romani encampment. Yeah, and a little boy picks it up and uh, continues on the little caravan and stuff. Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, Big Ruby Rock is picked up (laughs) after this Predator opening sequence, (laughs) as I called it. (laughs) Oh, it is extremely Predator, actually. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. The uh, the uh the traveler boy has a like little a smooth comb over to his hair Mm. that that I noted. How smooth. Uh, so, so smooth like you would believe. <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I can believe uh,
1: pretty smooth.
0: Let's just really harp on this. <laughs> on how minor <laughs> of a detail this is. <laughs> well, we go from travelers of the past to travelers of the present, <laughs> which is 1999. as we that. see a family of three on an airplane.
2: Yes. Yeah, we're quickly whisked to 1999. The most the best year really
1: i was five so yeah i gotta say so
2: it's pretty grad
1: yeah i was expecting there's like a match cut of like the wheels of the caravan to the sun and i thought it was going to be like the wheels of the caravan to like the turbines of the plane Mm -hmm. engine
0: but i feel like that was a little beyond them
2: yeah i also agreed i was like wait what we're going right into the sun okay all right (laughs)
0: That was my first note that the editors of this of this movie might not have the same uh, directions that the director might have. Uh, so, who's on the plane? Okay, uh, there's a boy named Alex Brown, fifty five year old <laughs> teenage boy Mark Zuckerberg, <laughs> Alex Brown. Uh, i wrote alfie allen in my in my notes it's kind of the vibe that he gives off i
1: got a lot of mark zuckerberg vibes this is like what every blue check on twitter thinks that they are like in real life is just like. yeah
2: the way this child is acted is just so like in- encapsulating the coolness of 1999 all in one character
0: yeah he's the the kid that gives a thumbs up in the computer like gif
2: yes exactly yeah
0: fully grown that might be him plus like 50 years and also
1: he created facebook (laughs) alongside andrew garfield
2: (laughs) (laughs) he is the most deadpan actor i think i've seen in a very long time and i mean i covered every episode of are you afraid of the dark and this child's acting is just so stiff
1: this child's
0: acting is so stiff
2: i kind of love it
0: yeah we uh he and he uh stiffly while he's on the plane pulls out his good old apple macintosh mm-hmm. laptop you know the the famous one that everyone has to, to this day <laughs> right and uh he uh, he's getting a request for his global positioning satellites
1: he like transmits a signal on his sleeping dad's watch, and I thought this was going to come up later it mm-hmm. does not, and
0: no like and i we we learned shortly after that he is part of a a family of spies, <laughs> which like I think it's great because it's like we yeah, like you know this is coming out right around Spy Kids, the first one, and they're like, look, we need a whole movie to establish that these kids are spies and how that all works around here. But they're like, nope, right out the gates, he is uh, he's part of this uh, spy fam. Yes, yeah, he knows what his parents are up to. It's like a normal job. It's yeah yeah
1: he's it's just so another weird.
2: agent kind of maybe
1: yeah like he just is so like wooden and like he is a 15 year old boy who is actually a 55 year old man who is <laughs> pre- pretending to be jason Bourne. but he's mark zuckerberg
0: and <laughs> i actually, actually have a theory that he's uh that he he's only assigned the role of son to like this this couple mm.
2: <laughs> that may that would actually make a lot of sense
0: oh like black widow
2: Yeah, yeah my biggest like amazement in this whole whole beginning part is that he gets all like internet access on a plane just in 1999 <laughs> like he gets this internet access i mean spoilers for later like he uses this computer it just pops it open and bam he's got the internet and i'm like oh, i wish i could be living in 1999 like that damn
1: yeah I, I, is it an important part of hacking in 1999 that you have, like, a rotating, like, Space Jam website gif of the Earth (laughs) where all the continents are slightly raised higher than all of the oceans in a way that doesn't look realistic at all, so somebody intentionally had to make it look stupid like that? Like... (laughs) That, absolutely, I don't know why that, that's my smooth come over uh, traveler boy. <laughs> um, this, that's my needlessly small frustrating detail.
0: We, we all get one. Yeah. Uh, they arrive, they travel, have, have traveled across the Atlantic and arrive in, I believe, Glenville, Iowa, mm-hmm. at uh, 666 East River. No, Yawn.
1: 66. She said oh. 66. I also heard 666 at first and I was like, whoa. <laughs>
2: You guys are trying to make this movie way cooler than it is.
1: Yeah, there's no supernatural elements in this movie, Adam. Come
0: on. <laughs> I, I'm sorry I tried to introduce uh, devil elements to this very light, thin picture. It's it's not... Yeah, this is not a high-concept movie, Adam. This is a straightforward, very grounded piece, okay? <laughs> so uh, his dad says... Uh, in in a, a, a voice that makes me think, like, oh, you are... Uh, you're your father. You're your son's father. <laughs> like, your mom and dad are out of the spy business. Yes, Alex's you're dad, out. who is Alex Brown now and forever. Amen.
2: <laughs> They're just Dunzos. They just wipe their hands clean of that whole spy nonsense going on. His former name, Mark Zuckerberg.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think that uh, I think that his dad might be like dubbed over, mm. <laughs> because his mom has like a very thick accent. Mm-hmm. So maybe the dad's accent was like too thick, so they got like a, the you know a, a total milk milk toast fella in the recording studio to help p- patch him up. I think
2: so too.
1: Yeah, you know, we were talking about a sequel for this movie. I think I would rather see the prequel where like
3: this <laughs>
1: like this American spy and this like Russian spy fall in love. That's a that's a premise yeah. that I'm sure has been done before, but I need to look that up.
0: I recommend to you, Spy Kids. Okay. <laughs> it's only one year later than this. <laughs> I'll
1: check it out, machetes in that. Uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, they're
1: done with the spy business, but the spy business isn't done with them because who shows up? That's right. It's uh, the the Romanians or the Russians or something.
0: Uh, they have um, distinct Eastern European accents. Oh. As he as he clocks them Spe-
2: specified from us, yes. <laughs> in case we didn't know, the folks at home,
0: uh, yeah. uh, Cortland, do you do you recall these uh, like three ninja dressed um, spies? Uh, what their plan is?
2: not particularly um i tried really hard okay so you know in this day and age you got your cell phone on you all the time right i try really hard especially for like movies and stuff and stuff i'm going to cover on a podcast i try not to look at my phone at all this this movie was a challenge for me to do that but if you were to do that you would lose everything in this movie because it it just keeps going and going and going and you need to follow along it's hard.
0: If I ever wrote down a quote, I had to like rewind it about three times to get it right.
2: Mm.
0: Yeah. Uh, so their play uh, the, the spies plan is that they basically, they have powder and darts in a gun. They, uh, they're to shoot the, the parent spies and I guess, uh, get the, the sun as well, set the house on fire and, and leave. Uh, but uh,
1: Alex, Alex finds out about this because he's up in the attic playing with Uh, all their spy equipment like he's not supposed to oh
2: yeah yeah that part like based on what happens afterwards and stuff like i was really i I don't get why he was so in keen on like playing with the the spy toys like he acts like he's done that his whole life like he is part of the the spy gang the you know yeah uh, he was just up in that that attic where they already somehow put all of their stuff away even though they just moved there and he's up there toying around with shit
1: it's like my boy spends like the entire movie as the act
0: three version of his character you know
2: right yes yeah yeah exactly
0: He's perfectly capable, like, like he does the most capable stuff, like, just right out of the gate here, where he uh, not only uh, hides from the, the, the villain spies uh, up in the rafters, but then he, like, ex- ex- extinguishes the fire himself.
2: Oh my god, Calls
0: yeah. <laughs> Calls, like, his boss, mm. or, or his ex-boss, and says, all right, I-, I won't go in, and then does go in.
1: Oh, hang on. I noticed, actually, because I remembered some scenes from my first viewing mm-hmm. in the <laughs> second Bush administration. Uh, I remembered some scenes that didn't show up in this. I found out that this is actually, the version on Tubi is actually the version with several uh, deleted scenes taken out because they didn't make any sense.
2: This is the version that
1: makes more sense. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, deleted scene number one. After Alex finds his parents' bed unoccupied, he plays a CD with a pre-recorded video message from them telling him about the American Express card and the, I want to say, $7 in unmarked bills.
2: Yes, yeah, he only picks up like five bucks.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he does. He picks it up. He counts it. It's like seven. It's supposed to be like a lot of money. They got like $7 petty cash. (laughs) And uh, they also give him, they tell him what number to call and say like get the field operations handler, blah, blah, blah. And then like so that's how he knows. He doesn't just know.
0: Okay. So so the director's cut it shows a more capable spy.
1: <laughs> Release the Snyder cut. I had to yeah. I had to get a VPN to view it because it's blocked in the United <laughs> States on YouTube, but it's on there. <laughs> yeah, I have to go right. to Dutch VPN, but it does work. I did some spy oh, shit, geez. is what I'm saying.
2: Damn, this, yeah. <laughs> this movie has given you inspiration. I love it. Oh um, there's how a can couple-
0: you do it uh, did he do what he did? this scene and take your shirt off first before <laughs> opening oh, up your laptop to your boss. <laughs> we'll get we'll get to that.
2: But <laughs> there's a there's a couple of things that I absolutely love that happens when he's at home. So the fire is ignited. They use like gasoline to light it up. Alex comes downstairs. He grabs that fire extinguisher. He splurts it about twice, and he's like, "Okay, <laughs> it's out. I can go upstairs and do what I got to do now." And then he calls the boss, and the boss is like, "Who are you?" And he's like, "Oh, I'm their son." and and he's like uh, he's like where's my parents at you know and he's like oh they're they got taken away by the romanians and he's like who's their boss and i'm like this this man doesn't even know who you are he's not going to give you this information <laughs> but he does because then this movie wouldn't happen if he didn't
0: right it's like he's petrov he has like the highest level of clearance immediately yeah. <laughs>
2: it, it, it's amazing i i love it and then uh later on i i think it's before he leaves, he, like, grabs his mom's scarf, which is a big part of the movie for some reason. Oh, yeah. And he smells it. And I'm just like, N- that would just smell like like smoke, right? <laughs> Your house was on
0: fire. That's a
1: great point. <laughs> yeah. So, he, like, he gets on the phone and he's, like, he does, like, a deep voice to imitate an adult man, despite the fact that he is already 55. And he's, <laughs> like, he's, like... Yes, hello. I'd like my son to go on a plane, please. Okie doke, spy. Or whatever he says. And no, it's got to be accurate. That. I'm sure. You know what? No, that's exactly what he says. And then, like, <laughs> he gets on a plane, he goes to Romania, and he, like, immediately goes into a, a watch store. And is like, I need a dozen red roses. And they're like, oh, hi, Alex. I didn't know it was you. <laughs> Keep the change. Hi, doggy.
2: You're my favorite customer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I clocked a couple was so types in this. Uh, oh, yeah. In this, no, yeah. no, no. That's in my notes, too. <laughs> yeah, good. When Tommy was notes. Um. Uh, I, I have to say, because uh, he wears this outfit throughout the whole, uh, the whole Oh, yes. The film. red shirt. <laughs> yeah, I, I have this outfit. I, I wear this all the time. And I was very upset to see him like oh. this
2: it's so we know where he is right
0: this
1: motherfucker's still your outfit and your fiance's name <laughs>
0: it's really messed up he really is a shapeshifter no, I, oh damn i wrote that i wrote down, <laughs> I wrote down he, he calls in as dad he dresses like a dad the, the more I, I go i'm like <laughs> i'm kind of mad that he's dressed like me <laughs>
1: <laughs> so anyway he, uh, he's in romania he picks up his dad's watch he haggles. That's, with,
0: he was tracing the watch. That's how he uh, found it.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, so before he goes to Romania, too, he opens up his dad link because that is essentially what it was from Richie Rich. Like we talked about before we started recording. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I love that it was instantaneous in the plane where he would not have like any sort of Internet connection. But at home, it takes a whole night for him to locate where his parents are like he goes to bed like nothing happened and sniffs his mom's scarf like a weirdo and then the next morning he's like oh they're in romania i gotta go there
1: well no it loads up like it says like a big text box it's like loading 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 then it shows like a big text box that just says like latitude and longitude and then he like types in in like size 70 thousand font like (laughs) identify location and it says Bucharest Romania and it's like why didn't you just say that and then it's like as a language (laughs) model I don't know what the fuck I'm doing
0: He he takes a screenshot of that screen, then like prints it. He does.
2: (laughs) What you do? Nineteen ninety nine was rough. He prints
1: it. He takes a screenshot. and prints out the screenshot, and he's like, "Have you seen this city?"
2: (laughs) 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 Yeah, it's all just lines and stuff. And Everybody's like, "No, what the hell are you talking about, kid?" Uh,
0: So he has a back and forth with the guy that sells watches. Basically, he identifies his dad's watch and he haggles him down to uh, just two hundred dollars from 2000, which I thought was, once again, incredibly impressive feat for act one.
1: Yeah, that guy apparently has like that guy apparently is actually from Romania. I thought it was a fake accent.
0: Uh Oh, is that how they sound? (laughs) Uh, I mean, that's how he sounds. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, all my knowledge on that front is just out the window now. I was
1: like, why is this guy from Ann Arbor doing like a half Schwarzenegger? <laughs> <laughs> but I guess that's just what Romanian sounds like. That's on me.
0: I guess so. Basically, after this, he goes to a hostel, mm-hmm. right? Uh, mm-hmm. to where he's going to be staying. Uh, it's uh, $5 a bed per night, $2 do locker fee, whatever. I don't know what I mean.
1: $5 American. There's a food stand down the street, blah, blah, blah. We're really accurately
0: recording this.
2: No, it's uh, great. I mean, I'd go. I mean, five <laughs> bucks a night? Shoot.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Yeah, it sounds great to me. It's a bargain. Uh, the main reason to go in here is to meet the cute receptionist, uh, a lady named Anika.
1: Yes. Anika?
0: Anika. Uh, Anika. Yeah, you got it. Anika. <laughs> I would like, at first when I heard, I'm like, Anakin? And it's like, no, I, Anika.
2: You're trying to make this movie fancier.
1: I'm a person. My name's Anika. My name's Anika. Are you an angel? <laughs> no, I'm from Iowa. What country is that? It's not a country. It's a state. In the United oh, States of America... Oh, wow, you're from the United States? Oh, my God, that's amazing. Let me just make out sloppy style with the ground you walk on. <laughs> like, oh, she
0: really reacts. very much her.
1: That's how they all react, too. Like, every time he's like, I'm from Iowa. It's a state in America. They're all like, wow, America, that's so cool. <laughs> it's like, you have never been to Romania, the movie. You shot this movie in Romania, a place you've never been. How? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, <laughs> so he, uh, uh, he basically puts his, his stuff in a, in a locker, goes uh, to the, the beds, and this is where, uh, this is the guy I clocked to the Tommy Wiseau, just straight up. Mm-hmm. Oh,
2: yes, yes.
0: <laughs> yeah, he, 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 these, like, two, what we call them, uh, mu- music appreciators? These two, like, burnouts? They're, like, yeah. a little bit metalheads,
1: maybe? Yeah. Uh, they're British, right?
0: Yeah, these kind of Britishy metalheads. <laughs> Uh, and they uh, basically convince him. Oh, they basically manhandle him to going into this uh, this club. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah, because like he went. The first thing he did was he he located the watch, and you're like, oh, he's going to find out where his parents are. And then he buys the watch, and then he has no leads. Like he's <laughs> just yeah. in Romania. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. They say that they say that Bjork is playing an unannounced concert in Bucharest, which like. How funny is it to just imagine these, like, middle-head teens and, like, Alex, like, future founder of Facebook, Alex Mark Zuckerberg Brown, <laughs> just, like, fucking headbanging in this club to hyper-ballot or something?
0: Yeah. I think his exact word that, like, they leave the scene in is, he says, Your next move is obvious. You're coming with us. Music is good for the soul. <laughs> Which, I guess, is semi-thematic for what's about to happen here. Yes. If there was a thing So at the club. Mm. Called Hard and Heavy.
1: Mm-hmm. At the club, there's like some, it's not Bjork. It's a bunch of like, it's like a hard rock band of some kind. And,
0: I, wrote, I wrote American Rock and Roll. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And uh, like, Alex just starts getting high from music, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. I thought there was. <laughs> That's exactly what I wrote. Yeah. I- He's getting so contact high as in my notes, I thought there was going to be a deleted scene where like the Wiseaus slipped him something, but like <laughs> no, yeah,
2: yeah, I blinked at one point. And I was like, did I miss the part where he like took a hit of acid? I didn't know what was going on for a second.
1: Here you go, t- here you go alex brown i i i we are going to see Bjork soon. I got these drugs from Chris R. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So yeah, uh, he follows the uh, the kind of siren song of music outside of this, uh, this rock stuff. Mm-hmm. He walks out the back, he passes three elderly men around a burn barrel, and uh, in the smoke of the barrel, he sees a butterfly.
1: Yeah, and then there's like all yeah. these, like, there's like flashing colors and like the Dutch angles and stuff, and mm. it's actually shot really, really accurately, I thought. That is what it feels like to be high. And, like, shocking that they know, the
0: people who made this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a real head scratcher. I don't know how they uncovered that. I hmm.
2: think we'll figure it out soon. <laughs> yeah. I just want to say, like, out of all of the spirit animals you could see, because that's what I assumed was happening there,
0: mm. a
2: butterfly and the smoke?
0: Uh, maybe it's the metamorphosis that a butterfly represents. Oh, but, wow. still, Still, okay. he doesn't turn into a butterfly at any point.
2: Well, he uh, I mean, can I... S- spoilers, he doesn't really turn into much of anything.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, he doesn't.
1: I thought... I didn't remember him M- turning into much, but, like, the whole movie, I was like, turn into a
2: bug. Exactly.
0: They'll never check for bugs. You can get anywhere. It's almost like him just being a, a teen spy is enough of a movie. Yeah.
2: <laughs> He's in human form far too much.
0: Mm. Yeah. Uh, so he, uh, he kind of follows this music all the way up to... Uh, what were we calling this place? A church? It's a
2: I would say chapel. church.
0: Yeah. Like a chapel? I thought it was like yeah. an old
1: church or something, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, and there he meets a priest who is wearing an outfit that I said is made of bat bodies. I don't know <laughs> if he's a priest. I think he's just an
1: old magic man, you know? Like, he's honestly. Yoda.
0: Yeah, he's Yoda. He, uh, so he encounters this, uh, this straight up Yoda type. He's like a male <laughs> witch.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, that's a good way to put it. I like that. Yeah, he just came out of, like, this church, and I was like, is that Max von Sydow? Wait, no, it can't be. This is Shapeshift <laughs> from 1999. That's Max von Pseudo. <laughs> <laughs> very, very good, very good. Thank you. It's Actually, it is Theodore Danetti, who is the only person in this cast with a Wikipedia article.
0: Well, I-, I think he deserves it. I think he puts in a, a pretty great performance. He's a
1: Romanian stage and film actor um born august 23rd 1926
0: passed away in
1: 2016 oh it was also that's it. yeah but his birthday's coming up oh okay great we'll celebrate
0: he gives me he gives me big uh was it sean connery and like um highlander 2 energy oh okay where he's like i don't know what the fuck's going on here but let's do it mm.
2: I think he has the best performance in the film, for sure. All right.
0: Oh, yeah. So yeah. Yeah, he uh, Alex uh, in- inquires about the, the music, and he's like, what's music? Your ears must be playing tricks on you. And then he mentions the butterfly shape in the smoke, and he's like, <laughs> the guy's like, ah, yes, no, you're, you're the prophecy boy. This, <laughs> never mind, then. Uh, and he invites him in. Love the interior of this chapel. Mm. The lights... The the like uh, the smokiness to it, the just the, I feel like it was built and built in like like a haphazard, like shifty, mm-hmm. uh, gothic kind of way. Mm.
1: And when I saw the glass harmonica,
2: oh geez, glass harmonica.
1: I remember <sighs> I recorded everything that I saw. I recorded everything that I remembered uh, from it originally before I uh, watched the movie this time around, and I remembered the glass harmonica. And when I saw it, I was like, oh geez, that looks different from what I remember, but like what kind of fucking crazy screenwriter came up with this? And I looked it up and it's real. And
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like, me too.
1: Like you the the core memory that I have of being eight and seeing the stupid thing and being like and now I just found out that it's like finding out that like the Red Ruby thing from Dungeons and Dragons 2000 that brings tales back to life at the end. It doesn't matter for spoilers. The movie's bad. But like, (laughs) but like, it's like finding out that that's real. Like, I just, my mind. And also under the Glass Harmonica Wikipedia page, it says that Bjork plays this. And she's been referenced in the movie. Whoever wrote this movie wrote it as a vehicle for the Glass Harmonica.
0: Yeah. I mean, that makes sense because the, the old guy immediately says, like, you know, it came from d- the divine inspiration of Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> like
1: everybody in this movie is America, built. It's not good.
2: I had Frick. no idea that that was a real thing. Like, obviously, I looked it up. The second I seen it, I was like, what the fuck is that? I have to look this up. <laughs> and this thing looks like a Stanley Cup, you guys. It does <laughs> it looks look, look like, like a Stanley, Stanley Cup. Cup. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Except used for good instead of evil. <laughs> what? Uh, I haven't,
1: guys, I I haven't been keeping up with hockey ever since that one non-binary person that I was trying to uh, hit on who was into hockey. I pretended to be into hockey for a bit, okay? But now I'm not, and I don't know what that means. We, we, we've all
0: been there. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean.
0: I, I tried to convince a girl in, in college that I was a big Muse fan. Oh, I'm so sorry for you. <laughs> it, it's not something you can wing. Because <laughs> she immediately hit me with a question that I answered wrong.
3: Oh,
0: but... God. She really, like, named five muses? like, <laughs> <you're> like <laughs> Okay, Calliope? <laughs> like... <laughs> she's like, what do you think of this album? And I'm like, yes. And she's like, oh, I hate that one. <laughs> I'm just like, fuck. <laughs> oh. That's okay, I'm, I'm uh, marrying someone better.
2: Oh, that's good. Does she like Muse though?
0: Uh, I'm gonna text Alex after this and ask her how she likes Muse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, he uh, it basically—it's weird because everyone in this movie just spills their guts immediately when oh, it comes to yeah. anything. Mm-hmm. Alex immediately tells this guy that, "Oh, so me and my family were spies. We got separated. Well, I'm here to find them." <laughs> Bad spy etiquette.
2: I love it. <laughs> Anybody that wants to know if he's a spy, he'll be like, "Yeah, I'm a spy." <laughs> it's great
1: it's so it's yeah. also it's like i don't think spies would have kids right no it's
2: i feel like I it's can. unless you hate them you know
1: yeah because like alex is 55 years old and that means that in 1999 <laughs> so he would have been born in like uh what is that yeah he would have been born in 1944 so like world war Two was still going on and they were spies during that, so like I don't know that feels like if you're actively a spy during wartime, then like you shouldn't have a child.
2: Well, I will say they they did mention a couple of times that the Cold War had recently ended,
1: mm-hmm.
2: so I don't know. I'm not a history buff. When did the cold war end like ninety one I always imagine it was it ninety one okay
1: yeah. All right.
2: Berlin Wall I was I thinking like eighty four but <laughs>
1: Yeah, the uh, the Berlin Wall came down in 1989, and then uh, the Soviet Union collapsed in 91.
2: Okay, okay. There we go. Yeah. Just eight years off, whatever.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, uh, this movie has big, um, in the same way that the aughts films had, like, you know, terrorists antagonists. This has, like, you know, late Cold War movie (laughs) antagonists. Yeah,
1: between 1991 and 2001, like, we didn't know who the bad guys in movies were going to be. Uh, so so, so, so it's we get like, cyber witches Yeah oh, exactly God. that's how this happens <laughs> And like I think, uh, I think Mike Moore, Michael Moore made a movie About this called Canadian Bacon uh, Where they decide <laughs> that it's Canada Is going to be our bad guys now That's pretty great Yeah and they just like do the That's a funny movie if I recall correctly But anyway back to bad movies
0: So <laughs> uh, uh, The old man introduced himself I wrote down Yanoa Behori, but they call me Django because kids are watching this. And they so Django tells
1: him about the legend of a shapeshifter, and he's like, "Do you, he's like you are the prophesied one who will see the music as rainbows or whatever, and you will change like the notes of a scale." Do you know what a shapeshifter is? And he's like, "It's someone who shifts from one shape to another." Oh my God. <laughs>
2: Yes, Alex. That's correct.
0: Very good, Alex. (laughs) You get a cookie. That are explained in this movie. (laughs) I win in knowing what a shapeshifter was.
2: For all the kids at home (laughs) who don't know,
1: I don't need to eat. All I need to eat is one piece of dog food per day, and I'm good.
0: As we often do in this program, I like to try and break down what the magic system is and get a hold of it. I'm a big fan of that. Good fucking luck. It's very, it's very, very hard to get my arms around.
2: This one's got about six of them, so... <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> every every new mm. element does not work with the existing ones. Mm. So It's very upsetting. So anyway, uh, Max von Sudo,
1: what's his real name? Django, which is his fake real name, is like, will you focus on... Uh, turning into a dog and then he does and he turns into a german shepherd and yep yeah and then he, <laughs> he runs out he he runs up to the place where he was sleeping in the church and he sniffs his mom's scarf which smells like smoke as we've covered <laughs> <laughs> Yes, <laughs> mm-hmm. and he smelt which like that's not the dumbest thing that they do in this movie to be fair that's that's <laughs> a little bit clever
2: I do appreciate that they came back to the scarf and they were like, oh, he's got it, you know, not just for sentimental reasons, but he shapeshifts into a dog to smell it to be a bloodhound.
1: I don't think he needed to smell it before he got the shapeshifting powers, though. I don't know what the point of that was.
2: He (laughs) huffed all the scent out of it already, but whatever.
1: Mm, Gonna get high on mom smell, but. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, So, he turns into a dog, and he, Froot Loop style, he follows his nose to this <laughs> Romanian prison, except instead of Froot Loops, instead of part of a balanced breakfast, it's his mom and dad. And they're in the prison, and he can smell and hear them, and he sees a scene inside where Petrov, the bad guy from Russia, or Romania or something, is like, oh, We have ways of making you talk, not even the strongest of souls can withstand my methods. And then, like... The Russian guards outside are... They're Russian, okay? That's mm-hmm. what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he might... I think he's, like, working in Romania to, like, take the plutonium out and build... A,
0: this is where the plutonium deal's go going down.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, the
2: plutonium.
1: It's, like... We're going to try, they're going to try and smuggle plutonium out of Romania so they can build a bomb. It's like, my God. And it's like, this guy's already a Soviet general. Like, he already has bombs. (laughs) That's kind of the the point.
0: Oh, that's (laughs) it.
1: So anyway, like, the guards kind of scare Alex off and he runs off as a dog. But then he gets, uh, he gets spooked a bit and he turns back into a boy and they chase him even more. And they chase him with guns, but they don't fire the guns
0: mm-hmm yeah yeah i noted both the gun chasing as well as the fact that he's uh he's a full-on boy <laughs> uh, just immediately i'm sure he was shouting back at them like i work for the cia
2: like, <laughs> <laughs> right I, I love the fact that he gets chased by them for like five seconds and then he's like no i'd be faster as a human child so he morphs right in front of them revealing his secret because that's what he loves to do is just tell everybody everything mm. And he runs away as a little boy.
1: Yeah, and then who should pick him up on some kind of Europe machine that I don't know what it's called. But <laughs> <laughs> who should pick him up on a pod racer? But Anika. Anika.
0: Anika yeah. <laughs> swoops in.
1: Yeah, and she's just like, get on. I knew you were here for no reason. And then oh boy. Like, they just they just go on that and the man being in the back of the motorcycle is the closest we got to queer representation in 1999. So... Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so, they go back to the hostel. Deleted scene number two ensues.
3: Ooh. Ooh.
1: Where oh, a hush fell over the crowd. <laughs> where, uh, <they laughs> Tell run me into, everything. They run into his two Tommy Wiseau friends who like, they just left him. They just like... He got high, and they left him at some club in a foreign country, which, great job, guys. And then <laughs> they figure out that he and Anika were together. Like, they came back to the hostel together. And one of them mm-hmm. says, leave it to the quiet guy to get the bird. Which, like, first off, gross. Second off, was he quiet?
3: Mm. <laughs> I,
0: I, honestly, if I was Anika, <laughs> I'd, I, like... Yeah, he's clearly the hero of this story in every way, shape, and form. Well, I guess I live in a movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wait, this is a great read, is that
1: <laughs> I need to rewatch this movie thinking that Annika is basically the Deadpool of this.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love her European machine, by the way, because it goes about top speed 15 miles per hour, perhaps. <laughs> and it's it doesn't make for a riveting chase scene. But it happened.
0: No. Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah, she uh saves him and he's like, Oh man, you saved my life. Basically she reveals that all the Romani people know about Django. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he is a master of the lost arts, as she says.
2: The lost arts of what?
0: Uh good question. Was <laughs> is it deleted what the arts are?
2: Uh
1: no. I think the lost arts are just like magic because it's like mm-hmm. I mean, hey, I think this movie might be a problematic depiction of the Romani, which has never been done in a film before.
0: <laughs> New territory, right? Right. Yeah. They pick up his bags from the hostel. They uh, they go to meet up with uh, Django, who basically says, "How how much fun was that being a dog?" Right. Oh
2: boy. <laughs> and he's this... like, you know,
0: I I disappear, like I changed back, and he's like, "Well, you'll with practice, you'll learn." Yeah. And uh, yeah, he basically, <laughs> uh, this is my favorite line of the movie. Uh, he's like, "All right, look, I don't need magic to bust these guys. All I need is good old-fashioned American muscle." <laughs> oh, right, yeah. And so he pull, he pulls out his spy gear and contacts his uh, ex boss, and basically, he's basically like, "Oh, I'm I'm in Romania too. Let's meet up in like 15 minutes." He pulls out his spy tech. He draws on the little dry erase board and turns on the
1: sensor, and it's like, beep, 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 beep. sensor one. hyper-specific reference to a 2000s toy. Continue.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I I also... uh, Did anyone anyone catch the name of his, like, boss? I wrote down Gelardus. Oh. Which cannot be right.
1: I think it's... Uh, Uh, IMDb had it, wait.
2: (laughs) Uh, yeah, Gelardus.
1: (laughs) Okay, I
0: suppose that's a name.
1: (laughs) Wait, isn't it... Gero... no, it's Jalardas. Yeah. Wow, I thought it was like wow. Gerald-is, but no. It's
2: just Jalardas, yeah.
0: <laughs> so, uh, he basically tells Alex to back off, and Alex is like, you know, no, I, I might go to the media and tell them what-, what you guys are up to. <laughs> and so, for some reason, we need like, another factor. Another faction at play here. So the CIA, like, start chasing him through the marketplace. <laughs> and, um... Uh, he gets cha- they get he gets chased into a corner by like two other people that, look- that are dressed like me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they they have no place to go, and so what does he do? But uh, <laughs> whatever a magician dreams of, and turns into a dove and flies off.
1: He does like two frames of the chicken dance, and then turns yes! into a dove. <laughs> <laughs> I-,
0: I know that it's really weird that there are no sound effects whatsoever to indicate that he's transforming. Mm. Not. not a clap of thunder, not not any special music. It just casually co- becomes a dove. No. Yeah, I love it. I feel like the uh, the music designer behind this was protesting the fact that he's a shapeshifter. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: the, the, I can't want to do I came onto a spy movie, damn it. The music for this
1: movie is insane also, because like he gets to Romania, and it's like generic cartoon Middle Eastern music. And it's like, mm-hmm. where do you think Romania is? <laughs>
0: Yeah. Oh, uh another amazing scene is that that we meet Petrov uh as oh, yeah. a oh. uh, as a Russian soldier like reports back the German shepherd scene that he witnessed. Mm. And he says, "What is this animal kingdom or terrorist organization?" <laughs> oh no, <laughs> Which, yeah. Great line. It should be swapped though, right? Yeah, yeah, the terrorist organization right? Uh but he says, "I believe you had too much vodka." And made you see what you saw. And so, (laughs) he shoots him. Oh my god. With a disintegrator. It's like a taser, but a
1: gun, but a disintegrator machine. And the Russian soldier turns into a pile of dust. And then the other Russian soldier who's standing right there just takes, like, a little golden, like, dustpan and brush. And brushes him up and puts him into a box with, like, a million other people that have gotten dusted.
2: I love this. Oh my god, it happens so often that they have the dustpan and the broom at the ready, and they have so much dust in this box. And I'm just like, "Damn, <laughs> you mean it's yeah, business." I, I cracked
0: up when I saw that. It's a that's a well delivered joke. I don't know why he has a disintegrator. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> in this plot has led me to believe that's that's needed. It's not like a a, a g rated film thing because they fire guns throughout the rest of this. <laughs> They fire guns, but it makes like cartoon gun sound effects. hmm Yeah, yeah. I guess he he's just so one of his pieces of evil technology is that he has the disintegration gun. hmm So uh, uh then what
1: happens? He flies back to to Django and he's like, I feel unchained.
0: <laughs> yeah. Django was, How's the view? Better than Disneyland. <laughs> Ugh. Uh, and he like basically lists the abilities that like all right, this is just like spy training. Stay calm, stay un- stay under, acquire resources, and attack. <laughs> and uh, the plan that they make is to use the catacombs, the maze-like catacombs under the city.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And um, he was going to look for sewer plans. Like that's the thing, he could do this all by himself. But Django's like, no, nah, no, nah, I got a friend. We'll we'll get in touch with him.
2: He could transform into any animal. Ever, even ones that don't exist, like kind of spoilers, and he he still needs help. I don't I don't know.
1: Is this also the scene where? No, I don't think so. Actually, but
0: well, speak. Uh, speaking of, he is about to. Uh, Django shows off a illustration on the wall of a griffin. Oh, this is okay. Part lion, part eagle. <laughs> so, and he says very simply, "When I was young, they were quite common."
2: Mm-hmm. Yes
0: he's like 300 something
1: so like there were griffins in the 1700s george washington rode around <laughs> on one and it was wizard as fuck
2: yeah it was majestic
1: <laughs> now they're all dead because of i guess global warming or something i don't know
0: <laughs> yeah uh it's, it's, and he also this is also when he <laughs> instructs alex on how to play the uh, uh the glass harmonica which oh, first of boy. all <laughs> Is it a good instrument if anyone can immediately like become a master of it?
2: All you got to do is wet your fingertips, and bam—you know—you yeah. can play anything
0: in real life.
1: Yeah, I did not enjoy his description of it. In real life, there's only five uh, people who can play it.
0: <laughs> is it just us that who, who have seen this film?
1: Oh my god! It is. It's me, my brother <laughs> Adam, Cortland, and Cortland's wife.
2: <laughs> I could probably jam on a glass harmonica.
1: Hell yeah! One of the get my, get my fingers wet. Yeah. Let's go. It's not. That's that's. I didn't mean that. That's you. It's need all to glass harmonica
2: fingers. speak. Yeah. You would you You'd understand wet. if you've seen the movie. Yeah,
1: yeah. You need to get your fingers wet to play the glass harmonica. Um, yeah, that's an important. All,
0: part. all you do is you, the instructions are wet your hands. You caress the lips. Oh geez. And then he says, "I think, I think you see that you have a natural ability." <laughs> oh my god it's so wrong did I'm you guys notice anyone on the show adam what's uh, <laughs> i know i know well your your uh avatar is about to uh, emerge what
2: did you guys notice that every time the the glass harmonica is played it shows a bunch of lights and stuff like that's the big feature of it i don't know if that's what really happens but um all the lights are on alex's face but it, when, when it goes over to django when it's being played he doesn't have any lights on his face
0: I think that reflects his role as a uh, tutor. He, like, he he guides others to a treasure he cannot possess. I think that must be
2: it, yeah.
1: I think uh, he said something about, like, the prophecy boy will be the one to see music or whatever. I think only Alex and the viewer ah. can see the colored
0: lights. That is a canonical explanation. Good job.
2: I like that a lot. I mean, I feel like they it would be like a really small detail that they just wouldn't show because that's like this kind of movie. Like they're not going to show that kind of shit. (laughs) Uh, So good on them, you know? Yeah. Good on me for seeing it. Yeah.
0: No, really well thought out uh, sequence. All right. Next scene. (laughs) We meet a witch.
2: (laughs) What a way to transition. Yeah.
0: Uh, she's drenched in green and playing like Doom or something. Oh, yeah, <laughs> on the TV.
1: Oh, oh my God, God gamer GF. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> yeah, no, she. Uh, all she's missing is a webcam, and she'd be, yeah, just killing it on Twitch.
1: Oh my gosh, the cyber witch like let's absolutely go this is the best character in anything that i've ever seen and also i realized watching this movie that i can't much as adam realized that he could create alex's outfit perfectly uh, i also realized that i have every element of the cyber witch's outfit
2: and i I know where you're gonna be for halloween
1: (laughs) for halloween okay so Zencaster doesn't have a camera, however, I've been dressed as the Cyber Witch this whole time.
2: I've been dressed like the Cyber Witch, too.
0: Sick. I'm dressed like Alex.
2: <laughs> I love the Cyber Witch. When I said that Django was, like, the best actor, I lied. It's the Cyber Witch.
0: Oh, yeah. No. She she kills it in this. And their their back and forth is really good, because Petrov goes, and it's like, a, you know, who's the real master here is basically a dynamic. hmm Love it. (laughs) And she says, um, I have waited long for this battle against peace. And the moments before the dark times, are the warheads ready?
1: Well, what she actually said was bring me moose and squirrel,
0: because that's what accent she's doing. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Fire will rain ash on the people. (laughs) And Petrov is like, you know, and we will dance together on the scorched earth. She's like, if you are (laughs) lucky to which she replies, I wish. Yeah, yeah. And again, all of a sudden I'm like, wow, this is the most interesting dynamic I've seen in this picture. <laughs> and I don't know if it exists outside the scene. It kind of does.
1: Um, a little. But it's like... A bit. Yeah.
0: So, uh, they go to an underground, uh, like, gambling hall. Uh, the... the per- It looks like they're on a blackjack table, but, like, the dealer's the one that gets up. hmm Uh, but yeah, a little fella. No, that's not, that's wrong. Uh,
1: <laughs> no, it's a dwarf. It's a full fantasy dwarf.
0: A fantasy dwarf <laughs> walks up to uh, to Alex and company. <laughs> and basically, they make a deal. A thousand dollars, half now, half when we get there.
2: Right. <laughs> Which,
0: if I'm doing my math right, that is the rest of Alex's $700. <laughs>
2: Well, he only so brought basically... seven dollars.
0: <laughs> yeah, he only brought
1: seven dollars and like a and like a card for Shake Shack with five punches.
0: <laughs> I think it's a little. I think it's a little racist of him, isn't it? He goes to Romania and he's just like, "Oh, that's fine. I'll just I'll haggle with everyone like incredibly."
2: He it's rolled a... perfect on his charisma modifier. I don't know.
1: He rolled perfect on all his modifiers because whoever <laughs> was rolling him cheated. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh
0: yeah so they uh he follows he follows the dwarf into the sewers that's how they get beneath the uh the prison and uh we we see the sequences of him like in these green hallways and he encounters the cyber witch hello 55 year old
1: teenage boy mark zuckerberg <laughs> it is i the cyber witch here to take your 55 year old teenage boy virginity powers
0: the reveal of her is so great it's a flash of light and there's like three of her in the hallway how?
1: I don't know, I don't understand how I guess she's actually magic but I thought she was just cyber magic but she's real magic and like she lassos him with like a light lasso and then shrinks him, and picks him up, and puts him in a little jar, and he's like, ha ha ha, having a good time, it seems, not. And,
2: like... Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: you just, uh, like, th- so many good th- moments happen in that. <laughs> After she, she binds him, he, he says, "I and I quote, I came, I came oh my god. to get my parrots. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, he did. Um... <laughs> So I love this. I mean, first of all, give me more cyber witches, okay? I could use a couple more in that hallway. Um, I think in the script she wasn't quite a cyber witch at this point. She was just a regular witch, so they were like, "Yeah, magic, whatever." She'll get the cyber power later.
1: But she does play Doom.
2: Oh shoot! Yeah, she's oh, good yeah. at Doom,
0: and she is Matrix colored. She she wears like a cape that's like made of bones. How I described it.
2: Yeah, I'm wearing that right now.
0: Yeah, so am I. It's like a fish, it's like almost like a,
1: it's like almost like a a ghillie suit, but white, (laughs) but like a cape thingy, but like a cardigan thingy, and like this high (laughs) ridiculous like Dracula collar, and then like black latex uh, suit, and a corset, and like some boot cut pants of some sort that i didn't really get a good look at and heels like insane like double winged eyeliner and a bright red lipstick and like her hair is like up in a messy bun yeah
3: yeah it's like messy in
1: the back but like business in the front
2: it very (laughs) much like if i were to if somebody said hey Describe 1999 to 2001 in a picture. I'd pull up the Cyber Witch, and everybody would be like, "Yeah, that, yep, that's it."
0: Yeah, it really is.
2: Yeah,
0: uh, I I also have to shout out to um, the ad, the special effect of of Alex being dropped into the jar Oof. because looking at him like kicking his little legs and waving his arms is so adorable. They have him kicking his legs
1: in front of a green screen, and then like. And then, like, the cyberwitch just picks him up, like, ha ha ha, now I create internet fetish.
2: And just puts him in a little jar. <laughs> right. She did, too. Yeah, she, she was a real uh,
0: roadblazer, wasn't she? Mm. Uh, so she, uh, what she does is that she, uh, she shows him off to Petrov, who is very, who does the right villain thing and says, I should vaporize him right now since he's in front of me. Mm-hmm loose loose ends damage our cause and all that stuff uh, but then she's like no 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 I got something that she describes as like uh, I've got such a delightful sense of irony I'm gonna put him in this glass jar in with his parents and I'm like what's the irony about it then? No doesn't he say that of her? Oh yeah. I wouldn't
1: normally nitpick but we have to accurately record this or else we'll never be able to sleep again or else we'll be up all night dab!
2: Hey there everybody, my name's Cortland, and I'm Brandon, and this is the Up All Night Horror Anthology Podcast, where we cover every horror anthology show that we can get our hands on.
0: We've already reviewed all of Are You Afraid of the Dark, we've set our sights on Goosebumps next.
2: Do you love to laugh at amazing 90s Canadian horror shows? And we've got the perfect podcast for you! So join us every Tuesday for new episodes to keep you up all night.
1: So, anyway, he... They take Alex in the jar to see his parents, and it's like, Look at the sleepy time prisoners your parents have become. A good time it seems they are having, not? (laughs) And then like Petrov is like, My dear, you have such a sense of irony. Bring me moose and squirrel. And then they kiss, or they don't kiss, but they come close.
0: Yeah. Uh, we cut to outside of the prison. It's like, oh no, A- Alex is trapped. What's he gonna do? And uh, uh, who's scooting around? But uh, Annika. Oh my god. Uh, she, yeah, she she drives past the greatest villain car that I've seen <laughs> recently mm-hmm. <laughs> since Mad Max Fury Road. This this green green sedan. <laughs> oh, oh god, this blue blue sedan with blue rims. <laughs> that's just vibrating <laughs> in, <laughs> across Romania. <laughs> Uh, she drives past them, uh, sees Django, who is at the end of <laughs> of his time.
3: Oh right, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. He, he's very tired, and uh, he explains that he's been around for three hundred sixty three years, uh, because of this stone that he picked up as a little boy. And that's when I was like, "Oh yeah, the boy had the same haircut as him."
2: <laughs> <laughs> who We're knew? I didn't see it coming. I just thought that yeah. that was going to be a throwaway thing because some of the things in this movie are a throwaway and
1: <laughs> I was just like, alright. Yeah. I wish this whole movie was thrown away. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, no, Cortland. Uh, it was very important to establish that that stone that fell from the sky is a life stone. <laughs> a fact, a name, and a property that we do not explore in the rest of this picture. There's no mention really, of shape-shifting not, yeah. and this stone. Yet. So... so Oh God. So What's, uh, Annika uh, comes
1: up and is like, uh, and is like, Alex is in trouble. And Django's like, yeah, bet. Like, that makes <laughs> sense. That kid seemed dumb. And it's like, you seem <laughs> like you have attitude about this. No, I'm dying. It's cool that I can be a jerk. It's funny. It's funny when an old man does it. Anyway, uh, yeah, I'm sure Alex is having a good time. And Annika's like, He's not having a good time. He's shrunken and in a jar. And I'm like, how does she know that?
2: I thought the same.
1: And then I'm like, what if she's the cyber witch? Oh, you think she's like a trainee? What? If, she's the real witch? She's like, um, what if Annika is just a disguise and she's been the cyber witch all along?
0: I, I I'm really sad that this uh this pilot wasn't picked up for a series. But if it mm-hmm. was, I'm certain that'd be a, the big reveal and of season one. Yeah, that's
1: ha- that's what I'm doing in Shapeshifter 2024, the movie that I'm making now.
2: <laughs> I have to say, I thought the exact same thing. I was like, "What's the deal with Annika here?" Because she has absolutely no reason to know what happened to Alex in an underground like sewer, and like, how would she have any idea? She wouldn't.
1: I feel like kids he movies needed. try and cheat like this,
0: where it's I like... I think
2: it might be bad writing. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's... He needed, like, a magical German shepherd vision to see inside this prison.
2: <sighs> uh,
1: it's like... Uh, it's like the writers just decided, like, well, about 15% of the people watching this can't pass the Sally Ann test, so... <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: but Django comes to the rescue. He plays... <laughs> he caresses the lips of his glass oh of my <laughs> Can you stop uh, shoots saying a beam caress the into th- lips? That's all I ask.
2: <laughs> he, he had to get wet first, though, so...
0: Yeah, well, we're done with that. <laughs> uh, and he shot a beam into the air. Uh, it came down and smote the jar, shattering it. Alex does, like, a little superhero landing as he grows he to... Does. <laughs> goes to full size. Um, and uh, he immediately does karate on... The guard to, like, knock him out, steals the keys, lets his parents free, and they all start running out of the prison. He's 15 Uh, when this happens, by the way. Yeah. I I made note about the parents um, that they are are dressed like Beetlejuice Mm -hmm. in their prison outfits. Mm -hmm. They are dressed like Beetlejuice. (laughs) And it's really funny because the the mom has, like, a skirt on, like a prison skirt, (laughs) as well as... Like, oh, they've got gendered... (laughs) Prison outfits. <laughs> That's it. We will make these prison
1: clothes for the lady prisoners, because if because God forbid women wear pants in any context.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, so they they're all chased by soldiers. Uh, they they quarter them up on a rooftop, and. <laughs> Petrov chases after them, and then it's like,
1: "Don't let them escape, you idiots!" And then Alex is just like, "No words." Turn into a
0: griffin.
2: Outrageous.
0: (laughs) Yeah. uh, uh, Well, Cortland. Yeah. uh, You you explore a lot of media from this era. Sure. Yeah. Would you say that this griffin CGI is on par, or uh, or before its time?
2: Um. Let me see. I think it's probably before. No. Wait. Hold on. Let me rethink my thoughts here. It looks like crap. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't look good. It does not look like 1999. It looks more like 1994,
0: 1995. No. Okay.
2: Which, like, I know it's not that long ago, but it's kind of like...
0: So you're it's it's you're saying time. it's on par with, like, uh, Jurassic Park. Like, we're no. right oh, in that era. No, no, no. <laughs> no,
2: I was thinking more like Power Rangers, the movie. Ah, um, uh, okay. Beast Wars, Great. the animated <laughs> television show. Reboot. Uh, it's a good one for it. I saw the movie, good. like,
1: Yeah. I saw this movie, like, seven years after it came out, and I saw that Griffin, and I was like, oh, movies can be bad. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I can barely multiply numbers, but, like, I think (laughs) maybe this movie is worse than a movie I could write.
0: Yeah, uh, well, it it has the vibe of someone that's very passionate about a lot of things, and they (laughs) realize... (laughs) <laughs> writing this, that I'm only gonna have one movie. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not good enough to to get renewed for series, so I only got one. So let me put all my
1: ideas in it. That is exactly how I run D and D one shots. So, uh yes. mm-hmm. well, yeah. I must have shape shifted into a chicken because the egg is on my face. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, the uh, the Griffin lands. He Alex turns back to form, and his parents uh have a very weird reaction which is uh like uh, his dad's like I, I was having a dream that I was flying over the city. Oh
2: my god.
1: Yeah, and his mom's like I had the same dream and Alex is like guys it's you're my mom and dad and I'm Alex your son and they're like we don't know that and it's like uh-oh a problem. And then and then it's <laughs> yeah, like This is a
0: big problem for 50 minutes in. Yeah. So they go to the safe house which is just the American embassy. Yeah. Yes. I, I noted that the CIA, like, boss, uh, what, Legolas or whatever his name is, looks evil. Galardus, what is has <laughs> He's kind of got, got, like, an evil casting to him. Galardus. I thought he
2: was evil because he chased Alex, so I didn't know why he went back to him. I didn't get it.
0: I... Yeah, he's an antagonistic force of, sor- of sorts, for sure.
1: I think he wants to... No,
0: like, he's
2: a good guy. He
1: wants to stop Alex from getting in the way, but now... Uh, Alex has just rescued the political prisoners, so there's not really anything for him to get in the way of anymore.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. It, he he learns that uh, their memories have been kind of wiped. They don't know who's, uh, like you know what names they they gave up. So he goes on phone. and He says, "Clear the field. The pastor's no longer safe." Oh yeah. Alex uh, re- leaves his, his parents, you know, hoping that their memory returns. Uh, to go to the ch- the church where he sadly sees Django pass away.
2: Yeah.
1: Django disappears like a Jedi and says, like, Yes, he does. It is your turn to play. It's the only way, Jose. And then, like, he holds his hands <laughs> in his hand and they glow. And then he disappears like Ben Kenobi. And then, like, Annika shows up. Of course she does. And is like, Where's Django? And then Alex says, They got here before I did. So, like, Yeah. Did the army guys kill him?
0: I, I do not know. Uh although you... I have to say, before Annika shows up, uh <laughs> Alex has his moment with the uh the harps uh, harmonica. Mm. He plays the harmonica, the music from it activates the lifestone. And I know what we're all thinking, it's like we're an hour into this, there's nothing nothing mm-hmm. new under the sun here. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh it activates the lifestone and a figure <laughs> emerges, emerges from it. <laughs> oh, wow. uh, a lady made from ones and zeros.
1: Yeah, I thought she came out of a computer, but I remembered the cyber lady. And she came out of a stone, and she's made of ones and zeros. And she's like, Alex, you're the special. You're an even specialer boy than I thought you were.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, fucking Cortana from Halo just pops out of nowhere because this movie's not complicated enough. Right. <laughs> yeah.
1: I came from the future to. You are you are from a solar system with seven planets that are important, I guess, and uh, they they make a frequency <laughs> I, uh... like the glass harmonica. And you are the keystone of Earth, Alex. You're the most special boy in the world. Now pay eight dollars yeah, uh... for Twitter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I want our listeners to understand that this is. Uh, I, I have the exact quote of what she says here because I, like, my jaw was on the floor and it took me several times to get it all down. I have to say what she said. Go for it. Please do. Uh, she describes herself as human and digital, an avatar. In the future, there are many like me, Alex. I am coded with all history, a trillion petabytes of pure seeing matter. I was launched into deep space 200 years from now. Time shifted through black holes to arrive in the park, in the present, for you. There is a siren standing on each sphere. Huh? The, the notes of the planet. You are the notes of Earth. The loss of Earth will threaten the very cosmos. You've got to stop Petra from getting the, his plutonium, essentially is the uh, I paraphrase a bit at the end there but yeah just so much so much legwork happens in this one like moment
2: we're over an hour into the movie and now we have this other plot and I'm like I thought he was gonna change into a dog again
1: <laughs> there are 15 minutes but left no. in your shapeshifter movie and you you he's turned into <laughs> two things and also we're about to introduce 75 new concepts so buckle up Yeah. (laughs) okay so then Annika comes in and uh, does all that and it's like oh Django's dead very sad and then they decide well we'll, like let's get back to the embassy like let's get ready and then uh, they go and they take the glass harmonica out of the church as they do we come on deleted scene number
2: three
1: so man really (laughs) I'm getting so high off of that please keep reacting like that
0: (laughs) So,
2: I love it, just do more
0: <laughs> well, I, I'm entertained by the fact that you said that It makes the movie make less sense
2: <laughs> So That's impossible Okay, so,
0: deleted scene number three uh,
1: Alex and Annika are taking the glass harmonica out of the church And they put it in the trunk of a car And this car shows up in the next scene in the to-be-cut of the movie But it's like, they have a brief conversation where it's like Do you want to drive or should I? I don't have my license, me neither, whatever, I'll drive do you have the keys? Don't need it. And then Annika hotwires the car, and they escape.
2: Oh, that's dope. Okay. That's
1: I guess they cut it out because Annika does something, and we can't have that in the movie. <laughs> uh, so, whose car is that? Is that Django's car?
0: I did write in my note like, wh- whose car is this?
2: I didn't even think of that question. <laughs> I was still blown away by you know the last five seconds of this movie <laughs> because there's just so much crap it throws at you.
0: Yeah. Uh, so we have a an action sequence here. Where um uh Petrov's mean with dr maximov <laughs> who who has the plutonium oh, wait, wait twelve kilograms before that, oh, there's go? a scene
1: in the middle there, oh yeah, after they escape with the after they escape from uh with the car that I guess belongs to the army guys that killed Django off screen somewhere
2: mm-hmm. uh, sure,
1: yeah, there's a scene that's even in the tubi version where it's like they talk about like the specifics of the mission, and Alex has twenty three hundred hours, and Annika's like, you mean eleven p m which is like insane <laughs> yeah. that the european is telling the american that and also i <laughs> decided to just cringe into z space over the fact that that this is a conversation me and adam have regularly where i'm all the time yeah okay my special power my abilities are such that i can never remember if 12 a.m. is supposed to be noon or midnight so i just use 24 hour time okay which everybody calls military time because we live in a society. And
3: <laughs>
1: and so it's like, yeah, sorry for saying that weird liberal thing. I I was just, I uh, forget that's just how I talk. And then Annika's like, I like how you talk. It makes everything sound exciting. You're exciting. I want to lick your head from your toes. And then she just like
2: kisses him <laughs> on the cheek
1: or whatever. And Alex is like, I don't know how to process that. All right, I'll see you later. Good luck on the mission. And then he just leaves. <laughs> and it's like yeah. It's like a truly weird scene given what happens
0: later. Yes. I I'm glad someone else caught that. Yeah. 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 So Okay, uh, so Yeah, action sequence. Uh he he's getting the plutonium from Dr. Ma- Maximov. Uh, basically, again, this is the climax of any spy movie. Normally, <laughs> <laughs> it's like a- Alex uses all like his tools and stuff. He's got a gas mask on. He throws smoke bombs at them. He has a bomb in like a canister, like container that goes over there that they have to defuse. So he, uh, <laughs> yeah, he gets into a big action sequence and uh, basically he runs, drives out of there with a car that has the plutonium and the money in it.
2: He, like, Home Alone set up this place, but we didn't see any of the setup, so I don't know where he got all this stuff, how he put that canister up on, like, the zipline thing. I don't get what the hell's happening, but he does it. SR Alex.
0: Mm-hmm. Petrov does his villain thing, and he follows him, and he, like, points the uh, vaporizer at him. Oh, yeah. Well, and... he's,
2: like, he, like, oh. passes
1: out first. He passes out and falls out of the car because of, I guess, the smoke or something.
2: hmm Yes. Even though he had a gas mask. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's our Alex. He, he was, he was aff- afflicted in some way. <laughs> so yeah, he's about to be off t- he's about to be sanded by uh by Petrov. Oh, uh who gets uh hit by a uh, uh our, our dwarf friend from earlier with a with a bat. And what does he say? I believe
2: Timber would be the right thing to say. <laughs> oh, like,
1: my God. Uh he's right behind me, isn't he? Like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: I thought it was going to be Annika. I thought she was going to mm. get to do something, and then they took that away from her, too. No nope. point.
0: So point. Well, well, we have to get to, to something more offensive that An- oh, Annika cannot lead
1: us to. But first. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is what tripped me off, that something was wrong. This is the craziest of all the deleted scenes.
0: Oh, no. Oh, no. More. So,
1: I'm worried. I noticed after the dwarf knocks out Petrov and it's like, I believe Timber would be the expression or however he sounds. That would be funnier if it was like that. But uh, he says that and then it's like a sharp cut to the next scene. And I was like, something's wrong here. And I like dug it up and I found out the extended version. After he uh, does that, he like picks Alex up off the ground and it's like, thanks a million. I guess I owe you one. And it's like, Yeah. And then he just, like, hands Alex a gun. Like, you want to finish the job? And then...
3: (laughs) Oh, jeez!
1: Alex is like... Alex refuses. And then the dwarf asks Alex if Django showed him the other weapons in his arsenal. And it's like, weapons? I don't know what you mean. And then uh, the dwarf is like, you could turn yourself into anything. This evil man? You could turn him into a bug. And then he does. He turns someone else into a bug.
2: Why would they delete that? Probably the gun.
1: He turns Petrov's unconscious body into a cockroach and he's like, ugh, I hate bugs. And then, like, they have a conversation where Alex says he's going to give the plutonium to the US government and the dwarf is like, oh, so they're just going to make another bomb? And then, like, Alex is like, well, actually yes. America's God's favorite nation or whatever the book he says. And <laughs> like... <laughs> and then uh, the dwarf is like, Uh, my people used the gift of Mother for unelaborated peaceful purposes long before people used it to make weapons. (laughs) And it's like, what peaceful purposes (laughs) are underground mythological dwarves in Romania using plutonium for? Tell me more,
3: movie!
2: (laughs) Hmm. Yeah. That's suspicious.
1: Then he offers to take Alex back to the underworld to, quote, meet his family.
0: Uh, yeah. They go down to the sewer where uh, a lot of little Romani folk are about. And um, they basically, Alex learns that it's like, all right, look, the reason why your parents don't remember anything is because the witch has stolen their souls. Oh my
2: god. Because there's not enough convoluted nonsense (laughs) in this movie...
0: I think I think who, the writer of this is just like, all right, in order to make a good movie, I need to take the climax from every other movie I've seen. <laughs> so I like, right, get some Home Alone here. Get some Hercules.
2: Get some. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in theory, I suppose.
1: <laughs> get some The Matrix, a movie that might not be out yet.
0: <laughs> yeah. So uh, basically uh, he has to rescue their spirits. Uh, the folk make a circle around him, start chanting. He sees fire and himself falling, like, through a wormhole. <laughs> this He's standing in front of a green screen, <laughs> flailing his arms and
1: legs around like he's sitting on a stool that they airbrushed out in post. And then, like, he's just in front of, like, a screensaver of, like, a fiery vortex that he's falling down. He sees two, like, memory ghosts of his mom and dad and just, like, grabs them and throws them down the vortex and then, like,
0: I guess they're good? We see, like, a shot of the witch, like, choking. Oh, yeah. And I literally said, I'm like, oh, okay, so this is how he deals with the witch. <laughs> we just assume that she chokes and dies off screen.
2: <laughs>
0: nope.
2: Nope. She's far too powerful to that, Adam.
1: Clearly. So Alex comes out of it, <laughs> and who's sitting there but Annika. And she's like, the dwarf said to wait here for you. And then he's just like, listen, Annika, when this is all over, do you want to come back to Iowa with me? And she's like, I don't know. (laughs) And he's like, you do. We'll get all your paperwork sorted out. We can do it. And she's like, no, I, I'm not really sure I have a whole life here. It's like, you don't have to live in fear in this strange foreign land.
3: <laughs> like,
1: come with me to America, where everything's chill and fine and good times. God's favorite nation, and I'm God's favorite boy and God at the same time. I pay for Twitter. Uh,
0: for, for what oh it's uh, for what's worth... Uh, when the last they spoke like she described that her parents were like taken from her Mm. and she's an orphan essentially so she's not leaving a whole life behind but yeah it's like uh, screw your whatever you were doing before you met me come along yeah
2: I have to say too uh, my favorite line delivery that Alex gives is in this this kind of section here because Annika's like you're not going back to the United States are you and he goes yeah (laughs) I'm not staying in this shit hole like (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah that's how it reads, but also she's like, your mission it's, isn't done because like because Petrov is nothing compared to the evil of the cyber witch, the real villain
0: of this movie. trust me <laughs> that's what the word cyber witch is first mentioned and, uh, i and I was very happy to learn that this is also the uh, the name of about i uh, i'll call it like two dozen different works of y a fiction <laughs> <laughs> they can get on Amazon right now. Just books called Cyber Witch. And I, I'm all for it. I think it's a great handle. It is. I, I, wish I, I, I wish I claimed that as my internet name, like, you know, 10, 20 years ago. Ooh, I've been actually thinking about, like, a, a new
1: handle to use on Blue Sky. Cyber Witch is pretty cool. That might be it.
2: Yeah. I love it. Well, you know, according to this movie, it's got time travel in it, so maybe someday that can be a reality. Oh, true, true. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah.
0: I do have the outfit. <laughs> His parents have recovered their memories. They give him a big hug. Uh, and uh basically they say uh, he's they say like, you know, uh this is Annika. She's going to come back with us. Uh and mom, you know how you always you sometimes say you wish you had a daughter? Well, here she is. And then
1: it's like, "Welcome to the Brown family, wow. Annika." Annika says
0: nothing in this scene. <laughs> Like, <laughs> and I, I love it. I, I love that she, like, you know, she kissed him on the cheek earlier, and his, his read of that's like, uh, no thank you, come be my stepsister instead.
2: His read of that is... She's gonna f- steal you.
0: It's
1: so weird. It's so weird and bad. It's just like, it's like, well, she kissed me on the cheek, that must mean she wants to be my sister.
0: <laughs> it's, it's not, it, like, this is like a, the worst version of friendzone. It's like Sibling Zone. Like, I can't even... I don't know what, what level of cyberspace that is on.
1: Stepbrother, help, I'm stuck in the glass harmonica.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Just touch the lips. Oh
2: my goodness.
0: Uh, I'll
1: never be horny on this show again. Or ever,
3: actually.
0: <laughs> so there's a... Uh, uh there's uh gunfire outside oh no it's not gunfire it's fireworks they're celebrating that petrov is no more they found his bug body somehow yeah (laughs) they say a magic spy eliminated him you wouldn't know anything about that would you alex
2: (laughs) yeah alex explain yourself
0: (laughs) and and that was the first time in the movie where they mentioned the phrase magic spy (laughs) and i just i'm like
2: that was an alternate title for the movie probably
0: I was like, yeah, that's what we just watched, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Something. So uh, basically, uh, then there's, again, there's 10 minutes left. We see a man, a man's computer at the embassy is going crazy. He reports that all Eastern European and Asia have gone on technical alerts. DEFCON 4. An intruder has taken control of the Finger of God system. (laughs) Everything that he said is another movie like
1: every every seriously it is first off i think we're already at defcon 4 right now the numbers go down defcon 1 is nuclear war defcon 5 is normal
2: (laughs) (laughs) so it's not that big of a deal but they make it seem to be and this is like the fourth ending essentially like this movie could have ended when petrov was done with
0: it's a real return of the king isn't it
2: god it just keeps going
0: yeah i like how so the the what's it uh, the army uh, the spy leader comes in and he's like you know i don't know they've got control of finger of god and anika is like there and she's like what's that and he's like and alex explains to her not a spy that's like oh it's nato's nuclear missile sites like whatever uh
2: missiles alex are is so cool
0: missiles are pointed at moscow paris and washington no one can get into the system and alex says let me try. <laughs> I'm God's perfect special boy.
2: Uh, Step aside, boys. Let Alex handle this.
0: He cracks his fingers. He goes in and he gets the cyber witch to appear on screen. <laughs> on the computer screen. I gotta say, the computer effects in this one, I felt were accomplishable by me. <laughs> in the year that <laughs> Ali first saw this.
1: Yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> Hang on. Do we miss a scene with uh, with uh, with Code Lady? Uh, Coat Lady? Didn't we...
2: With Cortana?
1: Yeah, with Cortana?
0: With Cornada? With Pina Colada? Yeah, he... (laughs) Alex, uh, I think, plays a a ditty on his glass harmonica and she comes out of it. For some reason, (laughs) she's in there now. She's not in the Lifestone that's also there.
1: No, yeah, that's right. Uh, Like, he's, like... He hacks the Cyber Witch system and sees the Cyber Witch, and the guy is like, that's about as far as I got. And then he's like, I need the harmonica and time. And then he plays the harmonica and and Cortana comes out. <laughs> uh, I don't play video games. I don't remember. Cortana?
2: It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> yes, Cortana. I am
0: the dumb today. <laughs> you have one more fight before you're finished in this ring, is what she says to him. It is in you to defeat the Cyber Witch. She's in the fiber optics. Become pure digital matter. Like me. Do not resist. You will like the fluidity.
2: What the fuck is that? You will
0: like the fluidity if you just get your fingers wet.
2: (laughs) If somebody told me not to resist something, I would resist everything.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Again, at no point, it does like. We got music. We got a witch. We got shape shifting powers, and now a new. Th- now he can also go into cyberspace. <laughs> so he goes really into cyberspace,
1: which is like a D tier Doctor Who set.
0: Yeah, uh, it, it's pretty, it's like the I call it the cyber which is like, like demi plane. Mm. It's just full of all their kind of like doodads and gizmos and spooky shits. Some dead bodies hanging up. Yeah, yeah, it's spooky. She's al-
2: so she's on the internet right now? That's where she keeps her dead bodies? She's has yeah. like her website. Okay. It's <laughs> <She's> on www.cyberwitch.geocities.gov.com. <laughs> this is her live journal.
0: <laughs> it's, instead of shouting, uh, Welcome to my world, she should have said, This is my domain. Uh, that's too good of a joke.
2: That'd have be been perfect.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 I guess so. She's
1: like, Welcome to my worlds. Uh, the, I'm going to take, Little boy. Welcome to my world, 55-year-old little boy. I'm going to take your virgin <laughs> powers that you can- <laughs> My theory for this movie is that he has to stay a virgin to stay pure so he can keep turning into dogs and shit.
0: Oh, so you think that he could not be a dog if he was not pure?
1: Yes, exactly.
0: You can't be purebred without being pure. That's in the Bible.
1: So... <laughs> so, like, he just, like... He gets hit with, like, a laser beam or something from the Cyber Witch, and she's like, nah, look out, I'm coming for you, Mark. And then uh, Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> is like, uh, you're wrong, witch. And then he manifests the glass harmonica inside the digital reality, but there is no glass harmonica. And he, like, starts playing it, and then, like, she shoots a fireball she says, at him.
0: You're... Yeah, she says, your melodies are no match for me. <laughs> he, she shoots a spell at him, and he reflects it with the harmonica. <laughs> then she turns into code
1: and starts screaming and disappears and dies. Yep,
0: lame. Back in the real world, yeah. the CIA man has <laughs> take has a videotape of. <laughs> Alex jumping out of the computer.
1: Yeah, he, like, kid picks into and out of the computer. <laughs> and, like, the, and the CIA guy has it on tape. And he's like, wow. And then he takes out the tape.
0: Yeah. All four of them get off a truck. Presumably all the way back in uh, good old Glenville. Mm. And uh, they have a really, like... This is like a I got like a sequel baity kind of exchange. Mm-hmm. Cuz he's like, you deserve the mail of honor, Alex, and he's all whatever. <laughs> and then they they argue about the tape because he's like, you know, I saw what you did. He's like, ask for privacy. I'm in the And business. they basically agree uh, you don't have to tell them how how I like saved the day. It'll uh, be our little secrets and he's like, it'll be our secret. He's totally going to fucking tell them.
2: Okay. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, this kid can't keep his lips closed anyway, so he probably already told everybody that he can go onto the internet. (laughs) Plus, this man already saw him turn into a dove. I don't don't get what is going on.
1: This guy and, like, three other agents.
0: Can you imagine being 15 going on 55 in the year (laughs) 1999, able to get onto the internet? Oh, yeah.
2: It's impossible. That's a feat in itself.
0: Yeah, no, that's, 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 that's that's the, once again, he's been a spy, a shapeshifter. That's the new most impressive thing that he does.
2: (laughs) Gets on the internet in 1999. (laughs) He didn't even use dial-up. No.
0: So, uh, basically, uh, yeah, uh, we're, you and I are going to have to talk further later. You give me the creeps, whatever. Uh, We have a couple nice scenes of the new Brown family. We see Annika and... (laughs) Alex on bikes for like two seconds.
3: Yeah,
0: <laughs> uh, she's on the phone talking with that, like, to his friend Megan, who and uh, this boy Jason that she kind of oh, likes. Jason, yeah, like, yeah. There's always a Jason is in there. Always-
2: she just incorporated herself into 1999 American culture immediately. She's the most popular girl at school. Mm-hmm. She just sits on the phone and gossips. Yeah, she's living it up.
0: It's like. And there's a final scene of uh, Alex playing the glass harmonica, which, for the record, does not make a inspiring theme. It makes a very haunting melody. Mm-hmm. It feels like the ending of uh, of Zardoz for, for a moment, because because you just <laughs> see him in a black void, and he says, "So now the watch is mine. What watch? I got to keep the glass harmonica. I play when I want a break from the books." <laughs> like of all the speeches, what a. What a fizzle out to end on. Again, I was For real. I was like
1: maybe 8 or 10 or something and I recognized that last monologue as kind of a wet fart note to end on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. What is he watching? <sighs> Now, he stole everything he didn't get the harmonica he took it he took annika like he does yeah. he just stole everything
0: now, now Cortland, i want to ask something that's in your expertise okay what do you, do you think this movie would be improved if after if after he arrives back home uh we see it we fade out and it's the midnight society around a campfire <laughs>
2: Only if only if the Midnight Society was voting on if they could add this person into their ranks and everybody gave a thumbs down. That would be perfect.
0: And then the guy's name is like Alex. He's like, come on, it's the best story ever, right?
2: He's got a red shirt on.
0: He's a magic spy musician. And then 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 Alex, shut yeah, up. So, so, something tells me alex had a lot of force fields on the uh the, the playgrounds
2: mm. oh you know he did oh, yeah yeah like this is this kid's telling this story and every time like he's about to get to the end everybody looks bored as hell so he's like uh and also uh we had to get my my parents' souls back from somewhere and then everybody's bored and he's like uh, also uh we had to go to the cyber witch's lair
1: also how i run D&D. okay alex <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, so yeah that uh that is all of <laughs> shapeshifter 1999 we can all sleep now congratulations ally congratulations Cortland. Uh thank you i uh let's wrap this up with a little bit of the the final rating place first about the movie shapeshifter 99 Oh, Ali's, Ali's out of here then.
1: <laughs> I've been up for forty. I've been up for a week since we decided on this premise.
0: Uh, Cortland, what do you think of the, the, this film?
2: Oh boy, um, I don't think I would ever recommend it to like my worst enemy. <laughs> Um, you know what? I'm looking at IMDb. It's got a 2.7 out of 10 with 318 ratings. So 318 people have seen at least a little bit of this movie.
0: <laughs> That's a lot of people to say to, to give it two stars. They didn't see it. I all would. Right I, I would. Uh, no way.
2: <laughs> they only seen one of the endings. Um, I, I'd say like maybe a two out of 10. I like. I'm not upset that I watched it because not only did I get to hang out with you guys, but these memories of a glass harmonica. Like I learned. You know.
0: Yeah, you learned a few things. I I learned some things that are not going to help me later in life.
2: (laughs) We all did. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Uh, Ali, your your thoughts on the film? Uh, Exploring it uh, was it fifteen years later?
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah, I got something to say. Um, (laughs) I Gator Face, which we watched earlier this year. Yeah, I thought was going to be bad, and I thought I was looking at it through rose-colored glasses, and. Like I remember seeing the movie and being like, yeah, that was all right when I was a kid. And I saw it again this year, and I was like, yeah, that was all right. And this movie... was kind of cute. Yeah, it was. And this movie I saw, and I was like, oh... I was like, maybe this will be good, too. Nope. Just <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> this was my The Room. This was... <laughs> <laughs> this is everything wrong with me. I blame everything bad about my soul on this film. I'll give it like a 5 out of 10.
2: I bet we could get a lawsuit going. Oh, yeah, maybe.
1: No, you know what? Hang on. 2023 minus 2006 out of 2023. (laughs) So that's... uh, So like about a... A 17 out of 2023 is what I... I like it. I saw this movie 17 years ago. So I give it a seventeen out of two thousand and twenty-three, which comes out to point zero (laughs) zero eight four zero three three six one out of ten. Now that's being generous. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, I'm 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 a generous gal. (laughs) And
0: and I loved it. So (laughs) (laughs) as always. No, I, I think uh, we, we've talked about it. it, it it's flaws throughout. I don't think this movie is to be found by anyone. I I will say, if I was I think if I was a lot younger and I saw this, I would be intrigued by all the different elements of the story. They don't blend well together, but like, I, I'm thinking Hellboy 2019 is something that I, I saw not too long ago where I'm just like, oh, all the elements in this film I like enjoy greatly. <laughs> it's just the package that's in, it's a little wrong it's like, I, I could definitely get into time travel and avatars and cyber witches and and music-based prophecies, but it's all... It, the, the package ain't great. Adam, I'm here to tell you that
1: even if you did see this movie when you were
0: a kid, you
1: would not like it. You would recognize that it was bad.
0: Uh, fair enough. Uh, so I... I the, the standout monster in this flick, I, I don't i don't think we have anything good to say about alex but uh is clearly a cyber witch mm-hmm. she's awesome she kind of she got of rules i kind of want the cyber witch uh spinoff or prequel to your point <laughs> courtland's
2: cyber witch gets a 10 out of 10 in my book oh yeah
0: believe it or not i totally forgot about the cyber witch <laughs> which is crazy because it's it's you
1: yeah, you, you forgot about yourself. She just went into my brain and just was like, "Well, let's get the show running." Or, wait, no, that's not what she sounds like. That's Skeletor. It's like, it's like, we well, let us get show running. Yes, it is time to make donuts. Yes,
0: you were, you were the uh, the NATO defense system that she has been living in for these past fifteen years. That's what they. That's that's what they call me. NATO defenses. <laughs> they call
1: me Finger of God.
0: All right. Well, uh, thank you so much for joining us on this journey, Cortland. Oh, my uh, I'm, pleasure. I'm glad that you and your wife came along for, for such a rocky ride. Um i a... uh, do you want to talk about uh, to, about your show for a for a sec here?
2: Yeah, sure. So I'm one of the co-hosts for Up All Night, a horror anthology podcast. Uh, we started out with Are You Afraid of the Dark, everybody's favorite, moved on to Goosebumps. And then uh, not too long ago, we started up Tales from the Crypt. So um, you're on one of our episodes. It was Judy. There, there's Hold on. What the hell was that episode called? <laughs> long name.
0: Judy, you're not yourself today.
2: Yeah, Judy, you're not yourself today. So we had a lot of fun talking about that one. We'll absolutely have to have you back on at some point here. Um, but yeah, a lot of fun. Up all night. Who doesn't love it, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, awesome.
0: <laughs> I guarantee you uh that the program is better than Shapeshifter
2: 1999. <laughs> um you know what I've heard one of the tales from the crypt, uh yeah tales from the crypt movies. I think there's 3 of them and the third one is pretty crappy. So mm-hmm. well,
0: <laughs> explore that with them and, and check it out. So yeah, I, I, I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well so thank you so much for joining us. I uh, you you hopped on and uh became a great part of the team. Yeah.
2: Uh thank I, you so much for having us. Okay. Well, oh god. Thanks so much for having me. Um, I just have to say, I was so, uh was so honored to be a guest for your show. I mean, this one is so intimate between you and your cousin, and I just, I just really appreciate you letting me watch this, you know, vile stain on human history with, with you guys, and it was great.
1: Oh, that's nice. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for the nice <laughs>
0: words, and you're welcome. In the fires of of battle, the true friendships are are forged. Mm. <laughs> yeah uh so you can uh jo- join us uh on our discord and uh we will be back uh, in the not too distant future you will be back right uh yeah yeah i'll be back sure okay good just check courtland you'll be back too right
2: <laughs> yeah if you guys will have me um you know pick another stinker i'll be there
0: <laughs> uh, uh we owe you something something nice a nice package after all this oh yeah,
2: you know i did see a movie on here. <laughs> uh, what's it called? Extreme teens or something like that? Sound 2 be two?
0: Yeah, I was recommended that as well. <laughs> Sounds radical. So uh, join us as we sing our song to the cosmos. <laughs> Wet your hands, caress those lips, <laughs> <laughs> and, and join us in the stars. <laughs> Ooh.